1: If this is it, please let me know. If this ain't love, you better let me go. Final show, I'm out. Heading to East Africa right now. So please hit follow, there's a lot gonna go on. Lot going on while I'm gone. Follow us on Apple, please. Rate us on Spotify, subscribe on Spotify. Get to Instagram at David P. Sampson. We're going to keep you up to date throughout the course of this trip, which starts with the climb of Mount Kilimanjaro on Sunday. No hamstring at all. Maybe a marathon the following Friday from the summit of Kilimanjaro. Some gorilla trekking in Uganda. Some whitewater rafting on the Nile. A safari in Tanzania, the Serengeti, and Girl and Girl Crater. Zanzibar. Maybe a Freddie Mercury sighting. Although I don't think he'll be there. Also, we have a TikTok, nothingpersonal.npds. Go to TikTok right now, nothingpersonal.npds. Coke is gonna be on TikTok. He doesn't get three and a half weeks off or 27 days, whatever it is. We're gonna be updating TikTok. We have shows that are coming out while I'm gone. All from you, mailbag episodes from questions you asked. We have some first half MLB analysis as we lead and look forward to the post all-star break situation. This is it, Huey Lewis. But we've got a full show for you today. I can't get enough. You can't get enough. I can't get enough. Coca can't get enough. It's the middle of the night right now. And we're live. Because we wanna be. And we have to talk about this. So here we go. We're starting the show. Three, six, nine. Unique. Nothing personal, word of the day for Thursday, July 7th, 2022 is unique. Curtis Mayfield Jr. was traded to the Carolina Panthers yesterday. Baker Mayfield, not Curtis Mayfield. (laughs) Okay. Give me Just give me 30 seconds on this, Coca. We are the middle of the night, but I must tell you that the rundown says Mayfield, and the first thing in my head was Curtis Mayfield Jr. I have no idea why. Maybe I just got back from a concert with Max Weinberg in the jukebox at Stephen Talkhouse in Amagansett. That could be it. That was insane. I was 10 feet away from the drummer for the E Street Band, Max Weinberg, and maybe Curtis Mayfield was on my mind. Baker Mayfield got traded. Why the Browns traded Baker Mayfield is beyond me. Baker Mayfield said, done. You traded for Deshaun Watson. I don't want to be on your team anymore. Since when does that mean you have to trade him? They traded him for a conditional draft pick, like a fourth or fifth round pick. Donata, this guy was the first pick of the draft in 2018. I'm talking about like the first round, first pick. That's only four years ago. Baker, Minefield, that's it. He's now on the Carolina Panthers. But what's crazy about this trade, and I don't know why people aren't talking about it, is that Baker Mayfield took a pay cut to get traded to the Panthers to compete with Sam Darnold to be the starting quarterback. That's how badly he wanted out of Cleveland. Like Sam Weish type of badly. He didn't want to be in Cleveland. In baseball, you're not allowed. The union will not let a player give up guaranteed money. Will not. Find me a baseball player who gives up guaranteed money like a restructured contract. Baker Mayfield is being paid now by the Cleveland Browns, by the Carolina Panthers, and he went from $18 million guaranteed to $15 million guaranteed. And he has the other $3 million to get him back to 18 based on team incentives, not even personal incentives, team incentives, when we don't even know whether he's going to play quarterback because it could be Sam Darnold, who, by the way, was the third pick of the same draft in 2018. Sam Darnold is the same guy who the Panthers traded a second, a fourth, and a sixth round pick to the Jets to get their quarterback of the future, Sam Darnold. And that was just over a year ago. Now they trade for another quarterback. They've got two with a team that doesn't win. I have not been able to figure this out. If I'm David Tepper and I've got Matt Rule coaching for me, he's been there two years. He had a seven year deal. There's no way he's gonna make it through seven years. He's won like, I don't know, 10 games in his first two years. The Panthers have been horrific. Why he got $62 million from David Tepper, I don't know. David Tepper, the same owner who stopped building the practice facility. David Tepper, the same owner who brought an entity into bankruptcy that was building his practice facility so the vendors would not get paid and now he's being sued. David Tepper, that guy, he's somehow okay to trade where he's paying all these quarterbacks. And what's worse, the Haslams, in Cleveland okay to trade, where they're paying Baker Mayfield to play for another team. They may be paying Sean Watson to not play for their team. That's two quarterbacks they're gonna pay while they watch Jacoby, what's his name, Coca? Jacoby Brissett, some mediocre quarterback who, by the way, may play the Panthers in game one of this coming season. What kind of dystopian, lunatic world are we in where teams are splitting a guy's pay, the guy's giving up money, all because he claims, this is Baker Mayfield, that he just felt hurt. His quote was priceless. There's gonna have to be a lot of mending fences and I don't need to initiate. I would have let Mayfield just show up. Show up, you wanna play Jacoby, play Jacoby. You wanna play Deshaun, play Deshaun. Make him inactive, fine. But give him his wish of getting him to another team? It's not like Carolina's the outpost. Now, they're not a winning team. But it's not like sending him to out of your Hubbits. I just cannot understand it, and I will never understand why we allow players to dictate the way they are doing in basketball, the way they are doing in football. Do you know what could happen... This would be good, right? The NFL season is going to start. We're going to find out, likely while I'm away, whether or not Deshaun Watson is going to be suspended. The Browns are going to have to decide what they're going to do, but obviously they'll start set if he does get suspended. Then they're going to play the Panthers. We're going to have this quarterback controversy. Do we play Darnold? Do we play Mayfield? Which is so distracting when you don't have a real number one quarterback. And you think Mayfield's going to be happy carrying a clipboard for Darnold? Or Darnold's going to be happy carrying a clipboard for Mayfield? It's a total disaster. Someone's going to win week one when the Panthers play the Browns, but I know what I'm rooting for, and you should root for it also. A 0-0 tie. That would serve these teams right. Is it serve them right? That would serve them right if they're 0-0 and 1 after week one. Baker Mayfield... There were quotes galore. I got to read you these quotes cuz the word of the day is unique and I, Andrew Berry, Andrew Berry's the GM of the Browns. Andrew Berry is the same guy who told us that he did an extensive investigation before trading for Deshaun Watson, which was maybe a candidate for the biggest piece of horse hockey this entire year of 2022 so far. Andrew Berry after trading Baker Mayfield said, he will always have, wait for it, word of the day alert, a unique place in Brown's history for what he accomplished. And we wish him well as he continues his career. A unique place? What, what is he, like Bernie Kosar? Ozzie Newsom? What unique place does Baker Mayfield hold except a waste of a number one? That's it. He didn't even last five years with his team as the number one overall pick. If you can name me the two quarterbacks who have done that since 1967, you will get a slap on the tushy. A nice one, like the way athletes do it to each other, right? And coaches do it to athletes. Or I could do a little Bruce Arian slap on the helmet. Jamarcus Russell and Jeff George. There. Okay. Are we good? No slapping. Coca, relax. I'm not going to slap. It's fine. We're good. Coca's been unreal. We've done so many extra shows this month for you. Coca's been putting them, getting them ready to give to you. He's going to be busy on the nothingpersonal.mpds TikTok. We're going to be doing stuff on Instagram. Coca, it's a hell of a year we've had so far. We're taking some time. Let's strike that. 469. I'm taking some time. Why do you have to do a quote when you trade Baker Mayfield if you're Andrew Berry, Don't say he's a unique place in history. Just say it was time to move on. We've got Deshaun Watson, whether it's for 16, 17 games this year, six games, zero games. We've got him on a long-term deal. We gave him 230 million. Of course, we didn't want Baker Mayfield to hold the clipboard. We got David Tepper to have Baker Mayfield hold the clipboard. But the Browns are always trying to get their PR in order. So much so that the husband and wife ownership, which is really just the husband, or maybe it's just the wife, but Jimmy and Dee Haslam, we've talked about them. Go back to past episodes about Deshaun Watson, when Jimmy and Dee Haslam, this is also a candidate for top story of 2022. Maybe we'll do like a top five stories at the end of the year. When Jimmy and Dee Haslam on Zoom said, we spoke to our daughters before trading for Deshaun Watson. (laughs) And I said, what were the daughters gonna say? Dad, get out of my room i don't want to talk to you anymore you traded for deshaun watson i could not care less what you do does it impact my inheritance are you selling the team anytime soon but the haslam's are doing all this stuff to rehabilitate themselves in the community to make the browns feel better about the fact that they made one of the most horse crap moves in sports history by giving deshaun watson 230 million dollars guaranteed guaranteed the most ever in football, so they released this amazingly big statement. We wanna thank Baker for all his contributions to the Cleveland Browns. Huh? What exactly did he do other than make sure that you traded him because he was so hurt that you traded for a better quarterback? On the field. From the moment he was drafted, he gave his all for this organization and this city. Dun, dun, da-dun, dun, dun, da-dun, da dun, 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 dun. I'm giving my all. Give me a break, would you please? All right, what else did they say? It's pretty good so far, this statement. With his fierce competitive spirit, he gnashed his terrible teeth and roared his terrible, oh no, that's where the wild things are. With his fierce competitive spirit, he excited the fan base and accomplished things that no player at his position had done in Cleveland for a very long time. (sighs) What, What was that, Jimmy, again? Did he win a playoff game? I think he may have won a playoff game. Is that good? Is that the goal? We want to be just above mediocre. We are Cleveland. Our goal is to be just a teensy, teensy bit above crappy. And boy, did he do it. We love you, Baker. Oh, yes, we do. We love you, Baker. Wait, he did more. The Haslam's continued, he also made a difference in the community, whether it was hosting events at the Boys and Girls Club, honoring our troops, supporting the Special Olympics, as well as countless other charitable endeavors. yippee ki mofo. That's not the statement either. I've never seen a statement like this for trading Baker Mayfield. It's absurd. It's totally absurd. Here's my statement from Jimmy Haslam after this trade. It is shocking how disappointed we are with the career that Baker Mayfield had with Cleveland. Looking back, there is no reason for us to have drafted him with the first overall pick because the juice has never been worth the squeeze. And when he said he didn't want to be in Cleveland anymore, I said I don't want anybody around who doesn't want to be a Cleveland Brown because we love Cleveland and we shipped his ass out of here as quickly as we could. Look what we got back. Scraps and a bag of deflated balls from New England. That was it. Unique. (sighs) Coca wanted to make sure that I told you, and he's right. Remember when Cleveland had all that stuff regarding Odell Beckham and they traded Beckham to the Rams because Beckham was so miserable in Cleveland, he ended up winning a ring with the torn ACL in L.A.? (laughs) Beckham said... He had this concept, right, about Baker Mayfield as being one of the great players and the great contributors for the Cleveland Browns. And now Beckham, consider the source. But he did say, is there any player who actually supports Baker? I don't know. What did his teammates think of him? What will the Carolina Panthers think of him? He's done. He's gone. There's a chance that we're episode 630 today. I would like to see if we can go the next 630 and not mention Baker Mayfield's name. That would make me happy. Have fun. Have fun. When owners meet the media, we try not to have owners meet the media, and we try to do it in a very controlled setting. We try to control what the questions are. We try to script out the answers. We try to teach the owner to bridge whatever question you're asked to the answer you're prepared to give. When you are George Steinbrenner's son, you spend your entire life trying to get out from under his shadow, and the huge successful shadow that was George Steinbrenner. Hal Steinbrenner has not been successful under the Yankee fans terms, certainly in terms of other owners, Hal's been terrific. He's overseen the Yankees go from worth a billion to worth seven or eight or nine or $10 billion. Got a new stadium built, new Yankee stadium, has not been to a World Series since 09. But all of that said, Hal Steinbrenner is totally different from George Steinbrenner. George Steinbrenner was petulant. George Steinbrenner was difficult. He would make people, their stories that executives have, George Steinbrenner would make you sit at your desk in case he called, then he would never call. Don't go to lunch, I may call you. This is before cell phones. I mean, what kind of sociopath would do that? Just, anyway. So Hal Steinbrenner doesn't fire managers all that often, at all, he keeps managers way too long actually. He doesn't just sign every free agent, he certainly flexes his financial muscle. But when he meets the media, why he met yesterday is beyond me but he was asked of course about Aaron Judge Aaron Judge who is the leading candidate to be MVP of the American League Aaron Judge who is absolutely crushing balls out of the ballpark with balls meant just for Aaron Judge Aaron Judge who turned down 213 million dollars which was leaked by the Yankees so the fans would know hey we tried they offered him 30 million a year they offered him 213 over 7 some sort of insanely high deal for a 31-year-old. And now, Hal Steinbrenner is trying to get you to understand where they are with Aaron Judge. What is the purpose, I would ask, if I were running the Yankees, if I'm Randy Levine, the longest-tenured president in Major League Baseball, I'm asking, Hal, what's, what's the object of this game? Are you trying to prepare fans for the fact that we're not going to sign Aaron Judge? If we are signing Aaron Judge, then don't talk about it, just do it. If we're not going to sign Aaron Judge. Let's not discuss it now because even discussing it will be a distraction. And then the PR person says to Alice Timebrenner, when you meet the media, just say we're not talking to Aaron Judge until after the season because we don't want there to be a distraction. But by definition, when you're talking about Aaron Judge in the middle of a season, you are making it a distraction. It makes zero sense. He gave an update. Here's a little nugget for you. When you give an update, to say that you're not giving updates why did you give this update just stay quiet but hal said hey we're not giving any updates during the season we're just not going to do it i agree with aaron that in no way shape or form can this be a distraction but what be quiet then but he kept going He was asked whether or not he has regrets of not signing him in the offseason because that's what the media wants Steinbrenner to think. They want, because the fans are saying the same thing, you didn't sign Aaron Judge and now he's going to be worth even more. It takes two to tango, folks. Of course he tried to sign Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge bet on himself and when a player decides they're going to bet on themselves, guess what? There is nothing you can do. Aaron Judge hit his 30th home run yesterday. He's got 30 bombs. They beat the Pirates by two touchdowns and a safety. So everyone's now going to say every time he hits a home run, right? This is it. His price tag keeps going up. It doesn't really, folks. That's not actually how free agent deals are done. Now, if the Yankees win the World Series and Aaron Judge wins the MVP of the World Series and he hits six home runs in the postseason and the Yankees get their first ring since 2009, there is no doubt that there will be recency bias and they'll ignore the fact that he had injuries before this season and he will get more than 213 over seven from someone. And the Yankees will feel pressured into doing it like the Braves felt pressured into paying Freddie Freeman after they won the World Series last year. Oh, wait, they weren't pressured into signing Freddie Freeman, were they? So Hal Steinbrenner then said something that merits attention on nothing personal as part of his comments to the media. And I just wanted to point out that the reason why you don't have owners talk and go off message is when they say something like this. This is a special team And it's not just what happens on the field itself, by the way. Side note to all the owners and the people who speak publicly, no one cares about whether they're special in the clubhouse or whether they hold hands, do kumbaya, and how great the chemistry is. All fans care about, is the team going to win, and how much will they win, and will there be a ring at the end of the rainbow? But... Sometimes owners feel the need or presidents say, oh no, we're so special. I've never seen a group of guys. Have you ever heard that hyperbole after a team wins World Series? This is the greatest group of guys I've ever seen. It's like the Oscars. When someone wins the Oscar, this was the best crew I've ever worked with. I wanna thank the director. I wanna thank Quentin Tarantino because it's my honor to have worked with you. You make me a better actor. And then they go do another movie with another director. And if they win an award, they say the same thing about the next director. Come on. You know, year after year, Steinbrenner said, we've always had good clubhouses. But this one, I mean the leadership, the accountability, the support they have for each other. This is a really special group of guys. Hal, you're so full of it that your eyes are turning brown. Do you remember this season when Josh Donaldson called Tim Anderson Jackie? And no one came to his defense? Am I the only one who remembers this? That showed what's going on in that clubhouse? Stanton was quiet. Judge said, you don't talk like that. Aaron Boone said, I guess I understand what he was saying, but he shouldn't be doing it. Boy, that's leadership and accountability, and that's supporting each other big time. Wouldn't it have been better if he just had said nothing? I think it would have. By the way. Aaron Judge will get more than $213 million. All right, when we come back, we're gonna review the top five Africa movies, my top five Africa movies, and we're gonna have to talk about what happened with the Cowboys, because we are, and of course, we're gonna get to Otani and my pick of the day. Stay with us. Final commercial before the break.
0: Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com/wondersuite. That's bluehost.com/wondersuite.
1: Welcome back to Nothing Personal. It's David Sampson and Matthew Coca coming to you every day for 45 minutes except for the next many weeks. We'll be back August 2nd, but there will be shows. Don't unfollow. If you do, you have to refollow. Make sure you subscribe. Go to TikTok, the Nothing Personal page. There's some cool videos. I don't know what he does. He splices them or he dices them or he just puts highlights in and then gets in trouble for using highlights and gets thrown off TikTok and then gets reinstated on TikTok. It's not like we're doing nudity or anything. Okay, I do watch a movie every day. I watched uh, Baked in Brooklyn today, which was awesome but that's not what i'm reviewing because i'm going to east africa i wanted to give you my top five africa movies number five gorillas in the mist go see it it's about diane fossey and she lives amongst the mountain gorillas in rwanda i'm going to see mountain gorillas in uganda this happened in rwanda it is a great movie she's played by sigourney weaver the actress who you may know from aliens you may know from ghostbusters or 42% 42% of our audience may not know her at all. But to the 58% in the 35 to 69 range, Sigourney Weaver's in it. But you knew that. Number four, there's a layover in Kenya. I will be in Nairobi for one day. And I'm leaving the airport during the layover because I want to take a tour of Karen Blixen's coffee plantation because that's where Out of Africa was filmed with Robert Redford and Meryl Streep and an elephant sanctuary where I think I'm going to adopt an elephant. I think I get to take the elephant home as a house pet. I'm not sure. Or maybe it's like adopting a child where you don't know which child, but you think you do because you get a picture. I'll let you know. But Out of Africa is the fourth best movie about Africa I've ever seen. It won an Academy Award. We've reviewed it on Nothing Personal, I believe. It's a beautiful movie set in a beautiful place. Nairobi. I'll send some photos. Number three. Forrest Whitaker won an Oscar for this role. It's in Uganda. It takes place in Uganda. It's about Idi Amin, who was the dictator in Uganda, who I think he was responsible for like half a million deaths or five million or 20 million, just an absolute nightmare of genocide in Uganda. And the movie's called Last King of Scotland. If you don't know it, it got Forrest Whitaker his Academy Award. Try to know it. Meaning go watch it. Number two, one of my all-time favorite movies takes place in Rwanda. Again, it's about genocide in Rwanda. It stars Don Cheadle. It's called Hotel Rwanda. Hotel Rwanda is a very tough movie to watch. And I've used a scene from that on Nothing Personal before when we're talking about the mass shootings that go on here, talking about all of the craziness that is happening in our world today. There is a scene in Hotel Rwanda that is so powerful. There is this killing. There's a civil war going on, and basically all the Rwandan people are killing each other. And Don Cheadle, it takes place in a hotel because they're trying to keep people safe in this hotel. Anyway, there is an American newsman, a cameraman and a reporter, and they do a story about what's going on in Rwanda. And Don Cheadle says, that's it, we're all saved now. The war is gonna end because word is getting to America about the insanity, about the murder that's taking place. And what he's told is, no, people will watch this during the evening news while they're eating dinner. They'll look at each other and say, my God, what a nightmare is going on in Rwanda. It's wrong. It's terrible, it's sad, it's pathetic, it's scary. Pass the green beans. There's a fly ball to left field, and it's out of here. A home run for Don Cheadle. That's the truth. Hotel Rwanda. And the number one movie for me is Blood Diamond. Blood Diamond is with Leonardo DiCaprio. It's with Jennifer Connelly. What is the actor's name in Gladiator, your favorite movie? You've got the tattoo of... The gladiator on you what is the name it's the best last line of a movie in gladiator i will see you but not today not today i'm totally blanking he's been a bunch of great movies anyway blood diamond is about the diamond trade and it's uh a lot of tia not t and a not t of a tia this is africa it is scary what goes on there in terms of labor laws i don't think they have labor laws coco what's the name of the actor who is uh in blood diamond who is in gladiator and we've seen him in a million movies and i don't want a blank and i can't think of him is it oh it's jamun hanso yes yes he was uh that's not oh you gave it to me that you sounded it out for me his name starts with a d it's d-j-i-t-s-o-u right i think that's close Anyway, Blood Diamond is a movie that it's not that, uh, I wanna say that it is not from long ago, maybe 10 years. And it is one of Leonardo DiCaprio's best movies. We've never done a Leonardo DiCaprio top five, but I'll tell you Blood Diamond would be on it and so would The Beach. Yes, it would. Don't say a word to me, yes it would. So while I'm away, if you're looking for movies to watch, go Blood Diamond, Hotel Rwanda, Last King of Scotland, Out of Africa, Gorillas in the Mist. How am I gonna watch a movie every day while climbing Kilimanjaro? I downloaded so much stuff on the iPad, and I guess when you're at like 15,000 feet and you're freezing your absolute pecans off, there's gotta be maybe you just sit in the tent and watch a movie. Anyway, we'll see what happens. All right, Coca, play me some music. You know what I want? <laughs> I want to talk to Samson. So you wanna talk to Samson. Does that need an explanation? Go see the movie Half Baked and then you won't need an explanation. Get into Twitter at David P. Samson. Ask me any question you want. You know I try to respond to DMs as often as possible at David P. Samson. I may not be able to respond too much while I'm away, but I'm gonna try to post. Hello, David. Hello. What is the process for accepting sponsors as partners? Would you have done what the Cowboys did? Well, thanks for asking. Jerry Jones, you content machine. We haven't talked about Danny Boy in a couple days. Thank God, Jerry's back in the news. So there was a mass shooting in Highland Park. The nightmare just continues. There's all sorts of stories now. A two-year-old who lost her parents. I have a, a friend whose daughter lost a friend in Highland Park in the mass shootings. And that was only what was it two days ago it was on july 4th so it was three days ago the dallas cowboys right after this mass shooting made an announcement announcements 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 i miss you interlocking and here's what the cowboys announced on twitter hashtag cowboys nation please welcome america's coffee to america's team We are celebrating America's birthday all week long by giving away tickets to Dallas Cowboys home games and a year's subscription to at Black Rifle Coffee. Interesting. What's that? What's this new sponsorship? Oh, it's a coffee company? Well, what, why is that a big deal? Why am I even talking about this? What's the reason that you would think I'm talking about this? Do you know what kind of company it is? Do you know what they do? The reason they're facing criticism is they announced this partnership. And do you know what this company does? Their products are called AK-47 Espresso. Silencer smooth and murdered out. Now, The Cowboys can argue until they're blue in the face that this is a company that is military-based and he's helping the military and Jerry Jones is all for the military. He is all for first responders. He's the number one guy in the world. Guess what, Jerry? Get the earplugs out of your ears because you're tone deaf. It doesn't matter who runs this company, Black Rifle Coffee Company. You do not make that sort of announcement right after a mass shooting. Now, the argument is there's mass shootings every day. That's true. And there's actually more than one a day on average. There've been so many in, in, I I think, what are we, at day 185 or 187? And there's been like 320 mass shootings already in this country. It's unbelievable, I can't even think about it. Africa's, it feels safer to me, right? Even with rhinos and hippos and elephants and tigers and lions, oh my. So the question that I've been asked is a pretty good one. How do these announcements happen? Does Jerry Jones even know the timing of announcements? No. The owner knows about partnerships when a president tells him. And when the president's his son, like Stephen Jones, he probably talks to Jerry from time to time, tells him things that are happening. And that's fine. But the owner does not get involved, especially an owner who's a GM, not just pretending to be a GM, but is the actual GM of the team. You're not going through the timing of the announcements. There are certain parameters of deals that have to get approved by above the corporate sponsor VP. With the Marlins, we would have a sheet that went around to VPs and to me, the president of the team and we would sign off on all the corporate sponsorship deals because we wanted to know what the deals were, what the rate was that we were being paid for the signage. We'd have our finance department check it. We'd have our PR department check it. I would check it. It's not like there's 10,000 deals. There's 100 deals, let's say. And when you've got that number of deals, you have the ability to figure out, is this a company I wanna do business with? Is this the right rate for what we're giving them? Is this a fair deal given that salespeople want to sell because they get commission? There were times I changed parameters of deals or said no to deals like to Rothstein, the Ponzi schemer, who I got a deal in front of me and I did not approve it because I thought that there was something wrong with him and there was. When the Black Rifle Coffee Company would come in front of my desk, I would look at the price. I would look at the deal and I would say, I would take the money. However, I wouldn't announce it. How's that for a truth about when I was president, what I would do? Today, if I were president, I wouldn't take the money. People are wearing any company that has its logos on rioters during the insurrection on January 6th, I'm out. The money is not worth it. The juice is not worth the squeeze. That's David Sampson today. David Sampson for... 18 years in baseball, he's going full Woody Allen. Well, I don't mean the pedophilia part. I mean the take the money and run part. However, the Dallas Cowboys need to be better. If they wanna be America's team, wow, I just thought of something, Coca. They wanna be America's team, maybe that is America. Maybe this is America, TIA. You do not do a PR announcement. You do not tweet it out, even if that is required as part of the deal. Even if what Black Rifle Coffee Company wants is to have a tweet by the Cowboys' Twitter account, you tell them, pas maintenant, pas encore, not now, not yet, Plutard, later. But nous avons besoin, ton d'argent, we need your money. What does that make me, Coca? The fact that I would I would take money from anybody, I mean, not you're right. I didn't. The reason I didn't, by the way, if we're if we're telling about how I run a team, the reason I didn't take money from Rostin is I didn't think he'd be able to pay because the amount that he was offering for signage from a law firm seemed impossible to me. It's sort of like doing a crypto deal. I would not do a crypto deal, but I would do a deal with Cutter. I would do a deal with Saudi Arabia with the sovereign fund. I I would. I'm just telling you. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't mean I'm proud. I'm not embarrassed about it. It's not a top five embarrassing moment. It's just the reality of when you are trying to hit your budget. So there's a process that the Cowboys went through and they accepted it. And that's the truth about whether I would have done it. I appreciate you asking that question. AK-47 Espresso, who exactly, I I can't even. It's Texas, I guess. Give the people what they want. Ray Davies had it right. Nothing personal pick of the day. I had the Marlins losing to the Anaheim Angels of Los Angeles with Shohei Ohtani on the mound, batting third as the DH. Make sure you heard that right. Shohei Ohtani was the starting pitcher last night against the Marlins. Shohei Otani was the three-hole hitter as the DH against the Marlins. Just to make sure we're clear on that. All he did last night was go seven innings, two hits, no runs, 10 Ks. Oh, by the way, he had a stolen base. By the way, he drove in two runs. Other than that, he did nothing to help the Angels win. Now, let me check my trusty phone. Let me check cbs.com wink wink I'm actually on mlb.com but I have to say cbs.com LA 37 and 43 nope by the way I don't have my glasses on (laughs) if you're watching this on YouTube nothing person with David Sampson here I go yes I wear glasses okay you want to make an issue of it that was Texas they are 38 and 45 16 games behind the Astros in the wild card race in the American League, they are seven games out of the last wild card with expanded playoffs, and all they have to do to make the playoffs is catch Texas, Baltimore, Baltimore, the White Sox, the Mariners, the Guardians, and one of the Blue Jays, Rays, or Red Sox. That's all they got to do, while hoping that Detroit, Kansas City, and Oakland don't catch them. Shohei Ohtani. Maybe the best player in baseball. Maybe worthy of back to back MVPs. Doing something. Do you know what he's done in his last four starts, folks? He's given up the same number of earned runs as someone who hasn't pitched zero. He has struck out 40 people in his last four starts and given up zero earned runs while still batting every time he doesn't pitch and while he pitches. That's a run shohei otani what are you gonna do when Artie moreno knocks on your door come and knock on my door 50 million a year for six years are you in you said you wanted to win what more can you do to win than what you're doing are you aware that you cannot win in anaheim are you willing to go to another team and take less money because you want to win or are you going to take the money that you were promised when you came from japan What's it going to be, Shohei? Because what you're doing now is historic. It's mind-boggling. And do you know what you're doing in October? The same thing I'm doing. Not playing. We are 77 and 64, though. All right. I think the Marlins are not going to win. They start a big four-game series against the Mets. I don't know why I'm saying that. It is a big series. The Marlins are in wild-card contention. But if Sandy Alcantara is not pitching, the Marlins have a problem. Who's pitching tomorrow for the Marlins when we make this pick? I'll bet you a dollar it's not Sandy Alcantara. Do you want to bet? Don't bet me. You're going to lose. He just pitched. That's how I know. As I looked at this game, I realized that the Mets are coming out of Cincy, and I thought the Mets had a chance to lose again to the Reds, but they came back and scored 17 runs in the 10th inning, or something. Take the Mets over the Marlins. The Mets will not sweep the Marlins because Sandy's pitching, but they're likely to win three out of four. We're 77 and 64. Our final pick before we leave is the New York Metropolitans, who are driving their fans crazy. They've got a long way to go. They're trying to hold off the Braves, but now you get to play the Marlins. I did not like playing the Mets. Total side note here for one minute, Cocoa, please. We could have gone 19 and 143, and we would have been successes if we had beaten the Mets 19 times. Our owner wanted to beat the Mets so badly that I really believe that we had to fire Mike Redmond, little known fact here, Normie, because we couldn't beat the Mets when he was our manager. And it just was horrible. I didn't like coming to Shea Stadium or City Field because there was so much pressure and everyone knew it. Now, I want to beat the Mets too. I hate the Mets. I wanted to win every game against the Mets, but it's unrealistic. Mets over the Marlins. When you, put a player on the suspended list. Do you know that you don't have to pay that player? The suspended list is when a player is not willing to perform his duties and is not injured and doesn't show up for work. You get to suspend that player. The Detroit Tigers have put Eduardo Rodriguez on the suspended list. That is a, um, he's the pitcher who they signed. I don't know if you remember, they gave him like 77 million over five years and he's having problems at home. He's going through a divorce. Coco, what's the name of the player? There was a baseball player, you're never gonna find this, and we didn't talk about a pre-show. There was a baseball player who also took a leave of absence for his divorce because he needed to spend time with his kids. For the life of me, I can't remember who it was. We've had players who go through family issues, go through divorces, divorce is hard. There's no doubt about it. You gotta figure out your kids. And when you're dealing with baseball and you're a player or an executive, you are gone so much. Even when you're home, you leave the house at 1 p.m. to go to the ballpark. You get back way after the kids go to bed. And when you get home, you sleep till noon, wake up, have a bite to eat and go back to the ballpark. And when you're not home, you're on the road. And when you're on the road, you're not with your family. It is not good for family time. There is no doubt about that. So Eduardo Rodriguez decided it was Ben Zobrist. Yes, Coca. Yes, you are on your game. Ben Zobrist disappeared from his team going through a divorce as well and gave up all sorts of money, just like Eduardo Rodriguez is doing. As the owner of the Tigers and the president of the Tigers, guess what? I'm super happy that he's gone because our team isn't going to make the playoffs with him We thought signing him and Baez may help, it didn't. Now that we stink, I'd rather lower the payroll without having to trade anybody. Keep prospects, keep our players. Eduardo Rodriguez doesn't get to add another year on at the end. Maybe it's less money that he gives in the divorce. Maybe he wants to be with his kids. I don't even know if he has kids, doesn't matter. But when you are a player, and you have signed a long-term deal with the team, and you go on the restricted list and suspended list, you've got to stay in touch with your team. Eduardo Rodriguez will not return a call from the Detroit Tigers. Not a call or a text from his GM or owner or president. Not one. That is unacceptable. This is not the dark ages. We don't need to send a pony express to get word. All you need is proof of life, a little text. Hey, how you doing? Checking in. I'm all I'm all right, man. This stinks, I'm all right. I may be back. I don't know when I'll be back. I may not be back. I'll let you know, but respond. I've seen this before. Eduardo Rodriguez will not return this season. How about that? We're going to make that our official wait to see, which is when we tell you something's going to happen. If it does, we revisit it. If it doesn't, we revisit it. Eduardo Eduardo Rodriguez will not return to the Tigers this entire season. The GM Alavila, who's a great, great, great guy, by the way, just a just great. He's had to deal with this because the media keeps asking. They're like, he's been gone for three weeks. Like, is he coming back? Is he not coming back? And he had to tell the truth. As a PR person, team president, I would have told him, I'm not answering it this way. He said, we've reached out, but obviously he hasn't reached out back, so we're just kind of waiting it out. It's unusual, but we have no choice but to wait it out right now and see what develops as we move forward. The actual thing you should be saying publicly is simply, we are respecting the privacy of Eduardo Rodriguez and we fully support him as he handles personal issues. Done. That's the only comment you need to make. Don't let people know that he hasn't even called you. It makes you look bad. It makes the entire Tigers organization look bad and it makes Eduardo look bad too, who's a player you gave 77 million to. By the way, he's in the first year of his deal only. These people need to learn what to say and when to say it. Follow Nothing Personal on Apple. Subscribe on Spotify, rate it five stars. Get on Twitter at David P. Sampson. Get on YouTube at Nothing Personal with David Sampson. We're gonna be posting video, we. That's a really not a right word of the we, it's coca. There's gonna be shows. We've recorded 10 shows for you while I'm gone mailbags, some baseball shows about the first half of the season. And you will enjoy them because the questions came from you and it's topics that interest you and me and Coca. That's how they got on the show. TikTok, nothingpersonal.npds. I appreciate you all. I've never taken this amount of time off and I know you'll be here when I get back. I know I'll be here when I get back. If everything works out and I don't get medevaced off Mount Kilimanjaro and somehow I find a way not to get eaten by a mountain gorilla or attacked by any wild animals during safari and the plane is on time, I will be with you at the trade deadline, August 2nd, 6 p.m. right off the plane direct to the camera because I will miss you as I hope you will miss me. It's just business. Nah, it's personal.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you
1: can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you.